0: Some rounds, birdies can be hard to come by. Fortunately for us all, some don't require that solid iron game to be found. Welcome to Bird Watchers, an expression of our eternal devotion to all things bird. Trade the rangefinder for a pair of binocs and keep an eye out for this week's featured bird. I think we have a goose in little, here. A little more honk. A little more. Yeah. Okay, I felt that one come straight from the, uh... It was deep. Straight from the chest. Yeah, it was a chest one. I feel like that one, I'm sure you're most, of all the birds we've covered so far, the the noble, terroristic Canada goose. Yeah, the most uh, disliked of our bird uh, list here, so... Which is precisely why we picked this one. Yeah. I think, uh, for all of you listening at home today, first, welcome to another episode of Bird Watchers. Yeah, Jeff, how are we doing? We're doing excellent, Joey. <laughs> Recently celebrated a birthday. Recently got a round of golf in at the Dormy Club. How was that? Oh, excellent. So Matt Matt and I ventured down to visit my good friend Dylan Jordan, who is the assistant super out at Dormy this past weekend. Uh, Shout out to all the supers out there. Man, yeah, you guys are doing the Lord's work. We'll we'll touch a little bit on on a particular nuisance that a lot of our supers face. (laughs) Dormy Club, not the case. Didn't see a single goose. They're doing Uh, things right out there. Didn't see a single bird either. Oof. Oh, never mind take that back but it was a it was a career low day even with some low points a career low day at dormy club uh which is my favorite place to go and visit of course uh for all of you looking to come spend your vacation times in pinehurst not sure how easy it is to make a tea time at dormy club now but it's so well worth it if you're uh if you're venturing down in north carolina for some golf that is a must hit i heard your putter course. i heard your putter had a few strokes uh, well, I only had 33 putts overall, four of them being on the last hole. <laughs> <laughs> for the most part, I thought I putt well. I mean, those greens can be can be a little, a little bit tricky. diabolical. Yeah, a little tricky. Uh, especially when you've, you've got the little knee-shaky five-footer downhill for your par. Yeah. Walk yeah. off with a double. If I'd have known that, that that bogey putt was for 79, I probably would have marked it. Always, always know where you're at. Always it's always the at. goal to break 80 and then to to walk and do up the math right down the first double of the day and i saw uh something trending on twitter where a dude was selling his putter in the parking lot right after <laughs> his round on like craigslist or something and it was like need it gone asap and when you told me about that i thought of that post we'll trade yeah, yeah to be fair i wasn't the only i wasn't the only one in the threesome so we uh <laughs> we'll save the stories. but yeah pretty good pretty good birthday i'd say no other way i'd rather spend it yeah uh what about you joey what's been new in your world man i've heard you've been playing some golf lately yeah i went out to wildwood wildwood green and played a little bit of golf and that's kind of my throwback home track it's where i first kind of played and joined when i was in high school and it was a good time saw some saw some geese geese gaggle we're gonna i guess we'll go over the distinction there with yeah depends on what their correct what, vernacular what their action what they were doing was yeah. but uh I know. Last time you were there, you heard a barred owl. Any, I did. I didn't owls? hear any this time, but you know, I saw some some cardinals. I'm a big fan. I'm a big cardinal fan. The state bird, state bird of North Carolina, and you know, some pigeons and stuff, and very basic birds, and and of course the geese that I just demonstrated their call. I kind of had fresh experience from this past weekend of trying to blend in, and <laughs> that's that's where I got that from. So. Yeah, overall good time. Had some birdies. Uh, I probably was floating around the thirty-three putts as well. They, you know, those greens aren't as bad as Dormy. But, What'd you shoot? Uh, it was an eighty-one. Oof. Yeah. Okay, so I, I cut you one. You, could, you did get me by one. Uh, it was it was an up and down day. Yeah. Well, those days can be really nice. It's always nice to walk off salvaging a score after getting up and down all day, yeah. not hitting many greens, but you get a bird or two to go with it. You know. It's respectable wildwood's the place too that if you're stray off the tee you're gonna have some trouble so it's a rough thick out there as it's been everywhere else no it's just narrow I mean the rough isn't a problem it's just narrow and you got trees to work with I mean I mean like there's a lot of holes that line each other so you could have a shot but if you get unlucky then you're unlucky you don't have a shot yeah small greens too yeah exactly a lot of so. protection around them yeah that's a fun track yeah let's get let's get into let's jump, get into this week's terrorist uh, birds Canada geese, by and large. Okay, let's just say it. They suck. We all hate them. <laughs> Nobody likes them. The only bird on this podcast that we don't like, would you say? Yeah, 100%. Uh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. I yeah. think, and I've probably said it before, of all the birds, I'm a bird lover. I love them all, except for except for Canada geese. <laughs> the The folks from Letterkenning might give me, they might slap me upside the face for saying it, I don't know, that one episode, but it's true. Uh, these bad boys... Dimension wise, I think a lot of people we've all seen them. Uh we'll give you some exacts. Geese have a wingspan of around three and a half feet for an adult. So actually relatively small compared to how big a body this bird is, which is probably why they're so clumsy on land. But also uh they can weigh up to fourteen pounds. So not a not a small bird, it's yeah. A big goose. Somewhere between uh the males are a little bit bigger, so females somewhere range between four and nine pounds. Hmm. Males seven to fourteen. Yeah, they can hurt you. I know that a lot of people We've all seen the videos of people being berated by Canada geese, being chased by Canada goose. Mm -hmm. I would say the same thing to those of you who maybe have a fear of Canada geese is one, it's a healthy fear. I think you should avoid Canada geese when possible. (laughs) However, for those when confrontation is inevitable, I think it's important to know that you are a lot bigger than a Canada goose. I don't care who you are listening. You are a lot bigger than a Canada (laughs) goose. Therefore... Just stand your ground. Stick a foot out. Exactly. You know, we don't want to abuse these birds, but we're not going to get, we're not here to take their abuse either. The only time I'm somewhat scared around a goose is when they have their babies around. That's when they're like extra. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Geese are, I I think this is true more or less for all species of geese, which there are numerous. Canada geese in particular, and we all know this because again, they're the the common goose that we know in North America, uh, are extremely territorial and... Females tend to sit on the nest, protect it. The males tend to be out and around the nest, scaring off anything that approaches it. Um, And they are, again, not shy about expressing their discontent when you get too close. So we talked a little bit about the vernacular. I think this is one of the the more fun, nerdy things when discussing geese. There are actually three different words to describe a collective of geese. And what word you use depends on what the geese are doing. So when the geese are on land we refer to them as a flock. When they're in the water, we call them a gaggle. When they're flying, we call it a skein. Skein. S-K-E-I-N. A skein of geese. There are other instances of, of this type of, uh, I should say, yeah, descriptive words, like vernacular. Like Yeah, birds. for other birds, uh, the same. There are these kind of, you know, nitpicky English rules about how to describe them. But Canada geese, as far as I know, are the only that have three different terms. Just basically their own land on it does seem kind of unnecessary <laughs> honestly. who unless your name's Jeb, who's remembering all this, but <laughs> thankfully for you all, you have a Jeb who remembers all this there you go uh, can't have you so geese tend to one their habitat, as we know, they're ubiquitous, I believe by the current estimates have somewhere between three and five million geese currently in North America, Canada geese, I should say, in North America, hmm. therefore. As you could guess, they are not on any kind of endangered species list. They're a low-threatened bird. Some of their habitat, especially in the far northern parts of the continent and in Canada, is threatened by climate change with the warming. But by and large, the populations are healthy and sustained. However, that doesn't mean that you can just go and shoot one. They are, as we've touched on in past, protected by the Migratory Bird Treaty Act, which means that their populations are managed. There are, now uh, this changes state to state, and if you go into Canada as well, uh, there there are hunting seasons for Canada geese, and I think uh, the estimates are somewhere somewhere around a couple hundred thousand a year are shot taken from the wild during the seasons, and it shows their resiliency to that. They It doesn't affect populations at all. If anything, it's encouraged in a lot of places. Yeah. <laughs> uh, again, we touched on Nebraska uh, discussing the Sandhill Crane. Similar situations here. Geese prefer large open fields where there's something for them to eat so they eat a lot of grass they eat a lot of they'll eat crops seeds that you know they're they're very much uh omnivores in that respect although they don't really eat insects or invertebrates like many other birds do that's not their preference i think they will but it's more by accident than it is by that's their favorite treat Hmm. geese are really drawn by nature to man-made environments Because man-made environments think, for instance, the golf course. Mm -hmm. Most golf courses, lots and lots and lots of grass, most. Lots and lots and lots of open space, and usually a water feature or two. This lends itself to geese being drawn to the habitat that you created. And so if you have a problem with geese, there are a few things you can do to change that. The most obvious being is don't have large... On open spaces with lots of grass. However, if you're a golf course, that's pretty unavoidable. So the responsible thing to do would be to consult the North, the local or state uh, Wildlife Resource Commission. North Carolina's the North Carolina Wildlife Resource Commission. They offer lots of different guidance on how to rid yourself of nuisance geese. My personal favorite of which, which I do not kid, is, is the only, I'm sorry, one of two suggestions listed on the North Carolina. Is it a dog? That is one, yes, awesome. okay. That's not my favorite one, but that is, it is getting a dog, <laughs> yeah. a herding dog. That's is, what I've seen. A herding right? dog is by far the most effective. If yeah. you're a golf course super, or if you live on the golf course, a herding dog is the easiest and uh, most fun, most humane. Yeah, yeah, and you know, if it's a well-trained dog, it's not going to hurt the geese. Exactly, it, yeah. they just want to herd. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other, <laughs> and I quote, is hazing, <laughs> which is, is to say, repeatedly scare them away. <laughs> um, that's not what I was thinking. I was thinking of you know bows and toes and giving them um, giving them one too many liquor drinks. Yeah, I, was, I was thinking the more fraternity route. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know some of you guys who maybe uh, were Greek in the past life, exercise some of that experience <laughs> and haze haze those geese. Uh, but really, it's using you know sound and f- other frightening techniques to scare them away. And if you do it repeatedly, they're not going to want to come back to your yard. That's what the Wildlife Resource Commission suggests. However, in my experience, there's not you can't scare a Canada goose. I was going to say there's not much they're scared of. Other than it think, seems other than a dog running at them. Does dog fall under the hazing category? Uh, no, that was an all, it's on separate suggestion. Huh. Interesting. You would think that's kind of hazing, though. That's scaring them, right? I mean, a dog. It's a it's, a, it's the same idea, but a dog. So when a goose knows there's a dog, they can see, smell, presumably the dog. They know there's a dog there. They're just geese are very predator avoidant, especially when they have nests anywhere in the area. And they don't want to nest where I mean pretty much the only things that can take something off the nest from them are, are like fox or a snake. Snake would eat an egg. Fox or raccoons might come and take a baby. Or something like a dog. They tend to nest in places that are surrounded by water. Again, open sight lines. They want to be able to see what's coming. And if they've got these types of open sight lines of their nest, they're going to see your dog you know if it's in the yard next door and they're unlikely to ever have that nest there to begin with hmm. so getting a, a well-trained shepherd maybe a well-trained collie border collie that's the route to go mm-hmm. for dealing with these guys uh, but again so these large open areas are where you're going to find them that's why you see them in parking lots that's why you see them in open fields that's why you see them at golf courses that's what they prefer so feel free to get creative in ways maybe you can read landscape or get a dog those are the only two options. I like getting a dog. Yeah, <laughs> they do lay nests of typically two to eight eggs, so you might have as many as eight goslings in a bunch. I've seen personally. Again, uh, I mentioned raccoons, fox, dogs. They've also been taken by like like a snapping turtle will like take baby. This is true for ducks too. they huh. will take babies off the water, just see them like disappear. Oh, yeah, that's Holy cow. that's uh, I've witnessed that a lot. I'm actually, look that up on um, YouTube, it's pretty pretty brutal. I mean. Underwater. If you were underwater, it'd be pretty brutal to watch. Also, a baby goose is called a gosling. You said a gosling. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why I never put that. They're the most two disgusting and two together. creatures on earth. <laughs> <laughs> so in my time at uh, in my time at Sylvan Heights Bird Park, one of my main jobs was to help raise the baby geese, and we would keep them indoors at night in these like kind of concrete slab pens with little pools of water in them. And during the day, we would take them out and put them in these portable cages that didn't have bottoms, so you would just put the cage on grass and then put the geese in it and then every day you would just move where you put that cage and I kid you not like four goslings in a probably a 10 by 12 cage would have all of the grass cleared out like in half a day it'd be covered in, in goose poop gosling poop and then you'd put them inside overnight and when you came back it would it looked like somebody took a weed eater through these goslings that's how messy the in the pens would look they just they do two things they eat and they poop <laughs> And, you know, sometimes they run out of food, so they do extra. Uh, Very, 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 I don't want to use the word disgusting because they are cute. They're cute as hell. So touching again on the habitat and goose behavior. So geese obviously are migratory. It's known that geese that migrate or inhabit most of the year the far northern parts of the continent actually migrate the furthest. So as a general rule, the geese from the far northern parts of Canada actually will migrate the furthest south. And they can fly as far as like 1,500 miles in a day. The, everybody can recognize the ubiquitous V-shaped formation. That's Nobody is still entirely 100% sure why that is, but the most commonly floated idea is that it um, is, is like a windbreak to create drag for the ones behind them, mm-hmm. and then they rotate through who leads the pack, which, which just makes for easier flying. Saving energy, yeah. And again, when they, they like to fly downwind when they can, so they might stop for several days at a time waiting for winds to change. All, you know, pretty fascinating behavior when you think about the formations and the way in which they fly. And, you know, that's, a, that's pretty unique in the way they migrate. But some geese don't migrate. We touched on the sandhill cranes and how certain subspecies populations don't migrate. Canada geese are, that don't migrate became known as resident geese. And they do this because if the habitat in which they're around, if it's your backyard or it's the golf course, is so suitable for them and they have so few problems with predation and so few problems with access to food that they just decide to stay. And comfortable. It's It really is just like kind of a phenomena hmm. where you might just end up with geese in your backyard, and <laughs> they've got it made there, so they decide not to leave. And that's when the nuisances can really become a problem when you've got them year-round like that. Um, again, because of regulations, you can't just shoot one, although you can, you can apply for permits to take one that varies state-to-state, but the general rule is if it's damaging – crops not necessarily your grass not necessarily your yard or the golf course although the golf courses you can have exceptions but yeah it's generally if, the, if crop damage is a problem you can get permits to take geese but other than that you can get hunting tags get your uh, outdoor license for the year and I'm not really sure when goose season is I feel like it starts in January it runs around the same time as duck season you'd know better it, than it's it's <laughs> definitely in the wintering time because that's when they're around yeah. uh, this area but pretty sure it's early first couple months of the year never been myself it takes a lot of gear to go hunting man especially you know when you get out in the sub-freezing water yeah all my family in the midwest hunts but i uh never really did it i'm i'm always happy to try it though just have never been presented the opportunity i wonder if anybody would would take us goose hunting if anyone listen, I'm, sure, I'm sure we wouldn't have to ask too many people in Sampson county to get a yes we'll be uh, yeah we're, we're down yeah. I'm, I'm down to go any other questions you have about Canada geese, Joey? No, I'm glad you answered the uh, di- the different names for them because I always heard gaggle. I had never heard... Only on the water. What's that? Only on the water is gaggle. Skeen. Yeah. Skeen is in the air. And then a flock, flock on land. Flock is on land. Yeah, I guess I've heard flock, but gaggle is just more fun. It's more fun to say. I think flock is the more uh, neutral Yeah. pronoun. <laughs> yeah, that would be... Uh, clock is just a general word but yeah gaggle is a lot more fun gaggle. and then skein's just a if you want to geek out and be be exact with your verbiage yeah i think that's a fun fact for people on the golf course that not a lot of people knew the three different variations of names so take it with you to the golf course tell your buddies you bring your dog it. bring your dog too yeah again for those if you have any birds you would like for us to feature on the bird watchers podcast please reach out to us off instagram or reach out to me by email that's jeb at Uh make sure to sign up for the newsletter the up and down you can do that by going to the LionLoft website scrolling to the bottom hit subscribe and then we definitely I think of all the birds we've done so far this would be the one we could get some user we could get some listener feedback from we really really want to see videos of people being antagonized by Canada geese <laughs> yeah. I think if it was the other way around people antagonizing Canada geese we might get some stick for that and maybe rightfully so so don't don't go out seeking a confrontation but should it occur get your phone out video it see what happens well, yeah. see what happens see what happens well i think that's it for us until next time go <coughs> <coughs> go